set of talent in every company. And they're all looking, oh, I'm gonna hire 100 data scientists. Why? Well, they're gonna do this for me. Well, you, you may actually surprise yourself. They have great talents. Enable them to ask those high value questions. Enable them to get really access to this data that you are thinking you have and get something out of it. That is priceless for everybody. Welcome to Data Masters. We have a great guest for you this week, Evern Yurik of Google Cloud. Evern is the leader of data analytics and data management portfolio of Google Cloud, covering streaming analytics, data flow, beam, messaging, data governance, data catalog and discovery, and the data marketplace. He joined Google Cloud as the technical director in the CTO office of Google Cloud, leading Google Cloud and its efforts towards industrial enterprise solutions. Prior to joining Google, he was the SVP and software chief technology officer for GE Healthcare. Everett began his GE career at GE Transportation, where he served as the general manager of the software and solutions business. Everett is a graduate of the University of Tennessee and holds a master's and doctorate degree in nuclear engineering. And he holds over 60 patents and is the author of a book titled Data Governance, The Definitive Guide. All right, well, uh, welcome, Evren, uh, to uh, Data Masters. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, maybe we could start uh, the conversation more on a, on a personal level. I'd love to, if you wouldn't mind, uh, share a little bit. You have a really unique uh, career background where you worked and, and a career trajectory that I'm sure listeners will find uh, interesting. So maybe share a little bit about how you've uh, found yourself working at Google. Uh, really great pleasure being here uh, with you and your listeners. It, it's uh, so exciting and thank you for the time. Uh, yeah, I have been very fortunate uh, in my career to work in some great companies. Uh, I started right after my PhD uh, in the process control industry uh, where we literally revolutionized and we went from analog to digital. That was the reason I was hired into it and I led the technology teams there. And uh, so it was sort of what I have done in my PhD years, we ended up doing it in the real world. You know, how could you say no to that? And nowadays we call it IoT, believe it or not. Now we, we were able to do all these digital communications, control systems, measurement systems. And now you can imagine what quality, data quality meant for that world. We're dealing with chemical plants, refinery plants, process control industries, very high risk. And, um, and then GE came along and I wanted to run a business. And then I uh, moved into a transportation business to run a, a control systems and monitoring systems for that industry. That was a good, I learned a lot. So I applied all my mission critical software and the importance of data, importance of uh, control systems. And uh, quickly uh, they pulled me out. They said, we need you to come and run the uh, healthcare technologies. So I became senior VP and CTO of G Healthcare. That was, uh, that was interesting. So we had, we had teams everywhere. So you're dealing with, you know, the, the notion of dealing with lives and health just gives you a totally different perspective. You really take everything to the next level in your thinking. 
how you validate your thinking, how you validate your data, everything matters because you're dealing with health. So that became a life changer for me. And long story short, after some really fun time with great uh, people to work with, uh, I, I've been a cloud evangelist and um, I was pushing cloud. And a lot of my friends in the healthcare CIO world, hey, everyone, we don't want to talk to you about clouds. We'll never do clouds. Now, I, I, did, I can see a lot of people smiling after that word, which I was too. And a few years later, they came, oh, you know what? We actually want to talk about that cloud thing and so forth. And so never say never, right? And we launched the first industry-leading uh, health cloud in GE. And I was really interested in uh, uh, Google's data analytics technologies. And I was trying to figure out how we can leverage some of that work because uh, as a platform, we picked another uh, uh, provider uh, for, the, for, uh, for the IS parts. And uh, so you know, Google changed the conversation and they wanted me to come and join uh, Google Cloud, which was just getting ready in 2015. And uh, the rest is history. I mean, how do you say no to Google? And I, I became a cool dad overnight. And I, went, my, I was cool when I was dealing with the choo-choo trains and my kids loved it. They all these locomotives and stuff, even though it had nothing to do with my business. And then I said, hey, I'm going to go to Google. Really? Wow, so cool. So just the entire family is now on Google Technologies. We use all Pixel and Android and so forth. So here I am. And my passion was always data. My passion was always real time, and which is what I do. As you know, we work with uh, you guys very closely. And so the importance of data and high quality data has been in my life since the day one of my career. Interesting. <clears throat> and I love this idea that in the work you're doing with uh, GE Healthcare and, and, and before, uh, you know, the challenge of uh, whether data can or should live in the cloud, you know, you're really on the forefront of that movement. Where, where do you see that transition today? You know, so, you know, it's fair to say five, 10 years ago, you were the crazy one. Uh, are you still, I mean, maybe you're still the crazy one, but are you still the crazy one or, or is, you know, this cloud migration thing taking off? I want to keep my crazy title. That's okay. You know, you got to have some, you know, visionaries out there. We got to push it. Um, it's not as crazy anymore. So if you, if you look at, let's start with the healthcare industry. I mean, I mean, you, it's really important for you too. But I am already seeing, if you look at, for example, the genomics world. They have tapped into cloud so accurately, so nicely, and they have created this environment where many could collaborate no matter where they are in the world and work on a very high quality set of data that went through their own scrutiny in the highest levels of security they could consider and have. Because I know how it was before the cloud world, you know, hey, you probably saw my book. I have an example in it from the healthcare industry, how, you know, data governance is important, but, you know, when things get hacked, it does happen in every industry. So the healthcare industry is moving 
some slowly, but different parts of the segments of the healthcare industry is moving faster. And I don't think we can prevent uh, the progress in technology. It will happen. So people are more used to it. They're no longer asking uh, or saying, no, we're not going to do it. This is stupid. They're saying, well, how do we do it? Where do I start? Every day we make an announcement. Just this week we announced another big healthcare player partnering with us to move to cloud. I've been working with them. I know them for many, many years. And it's a matter of time globally to really get to a place where you actually deliver better care and much faster, easier solutions and, and maybe personalized care in many cases because now you're enabling them. Look at what happened with COVID. Every one of those industries tried to figure out how they can collaborate with them. I think healthcare team did the best. They already had a lot of these technologies in hand. They were able to accelerate whatever the solution they were looking for. It all happened because of these technologies. So I think one of the important ideas embedded in what you're saying is that there was always a business value or business context. So it's not about moving data to the cloud for the sake of moving data to the cloud. Why? What are you getting from that? Is it increased collaboration, better security, the ability to accelerate outcomes, understand it analytically? Uh, is that a fair way of thinking about it? So the business value first? Absolutely. Think the business value. People come to us. Like I've talked to so many CIOs, CDOs, you name them. They go, okay, we want to do analytics. It's awesome. What kind of analytics? What are you trying to get out? What is the high value question you're trying to ask and seek an answer for? And then some are prepared, they listed, here's what we want to do. But most are after the, some kind of a buzz. So if they're going to do it in the sake of doing it, I said, just let's think about it. And then they go, we want to do big data analytics. Now, all they did is add big data to the word analytics. That didn't change anything. Then, and of course, the famous, oh, we want to do AI. But if you're not ready to deal with data, just for the sake of moving data, don't move it. We really have to understand what data means, how these Disconnect, seemingly disconnected set of data that might be available out there. How do I make sense from it? How do I get some insight from it? Data is out there, but is it actionable? That's what the value is. You have to start from it. No matter what the industry is, the first question is, can I act on that data? Do I have the means to it? Can I collaborate? Can I bring the right eyes to it? And I always believe that if you bring in right folks and enable them in a governed, secured manner, they will get insight from it. So I think that's a, it's a, it's a really important idea, starting with the, the, the business value. But one of the common refrains we've heard from customers is that their data is a mess. The data is a disaster. And uh, I think it'd be fair to say that moving your data to the cloud won't improve uh, the quality of it. Um, and, I, and I've used this analogy in the past, you know, of moving house. And you, you don't move a messy house. You clean your house and then you move. Um, 
and you know it feels like the same is true uh, as it relates to data moving to the cloud. But yeah, so what, what's your view? I mean, sh should you, uh, do you do you move first and then clean, or clean and then move? Look, it, that's why it's a journey. And the way that I have been approaching is, if we have the means to do the sort of the house cleaning, like you say, ahead of time together, I think it helps. It helps you from multiple ways. Now, in some cases, they may not have that option. They may just be in a hurry, you know, we're going to do this thing. I get those. But if you're in a long journey, that's why we believe in this hybrid nature of the world that we are in. It's going to be hybrid. There is no flip the coin and then uh, switch from what you have today to cloud. That's a journey. Beginning of that journey should start thinking about what am I going to do with my data? What do I need to do with my data? Do I know what I have? So a lot of the folks don't even know what they have, where they have. And in some cases, they have the same set of data in four or five different ways. No one knows what's the master, what's not. So doing some of that housekeeping, if they have the opportunity ahead of time, definitely helps. And we have tools like is a good tool in here. We, we have tools already, capabilities already in place to help accelerate the journey. And then what happens is, oh, I, the accelerated thinking, oh, I moved my data. I want to see the value out of it now. Well, you know, you just moved a big mess. You weren't thinking ahead. We, we really have to think about how we can get to the insights, how we can get to the value fast. So th that's great. And I think, uh... It feels like one of the primary inhibitors to moving data to the cloud is that it's trapped in silos. That it, the natural behavior when I have data on premise or in my environment is that I store it, you know, by division or you know by product line or in a different uh, data infrastructure, different databases, um, and moving data to the cloud becomes this moment in time to break those organizational or product or technology data silos and really unlock a lot of the value you're talking about. Yeah, because that's why I keep highlighting one of the biggest things cloud did for many industries is improving the collaboration. Cross-collaboration, industry-wide collaboration is an awesome element of it, but collaboration within the company yeah, we can we can start inside the fire inside the walls. Priceless. You look, let's solve that together. You have great set of talent in every company, and they're all looking. Oh, I'm gonna hire hundred data scientists. Why? Well, they're gonna do this for me. Well, you you may actually surprise yourself. You have great talents. Enable them to ask those high value questions. Enable them to get really access to this data that you are thinking you have and get something out of it. That is priceless for every company. So you, you'd mentioned this before. I just want to pick up on the on this. Uh, the idea of breaking those data silos using Tamer <clears throat> uh, and, and specifically kind of using a machine learning based probabilistic approach to breaking data silos gathering together the data, improving the quality, instead of a manual rules-based 
you know, coding first type approach, a traditional approach uh, to, to breaking those data silos. Um, I'm curious on your perspective as, as a sort of a cloud expert, uh, why uh, is this machine learning based approach better implemented natively on the cloud or built, uh, you know, on the cloud? Uh, remember, you're talking with a guy who did his masters and PhD in the world of AI before we had all these AI platforms. And I actually spent good part of my graduate studies on so-called expert systems. Remember those rule-based engines and so forth? Sure. Eventually, you get to a place, and that eventuality is not really millions of rules. It's very finite, small number of rules. You start conflicting. You can't rule your way out in this complexity. And the rule of thumb is if a machine can do it, and this is true in every industry, if a machine can do it, let it do. That is the rule of thumb. And machines, machine learning, and discovering these patterns, achieving these, they're really good at it. And that technology, we've improved, we've brought it into place where it's in our lives every day. So creating rules, there are going to be some rules. Don't get me wrong. There are going to be some augmentation that we're going to do with it. But bulk of it can be achieved. 80 90% of it can be achieved with machine learning. And it eases everyone's minds. Now, we have to be able to validate it. Now, I'm going to put my healthcare, healthcare hat on. I have to be able to validate how I did is repeatable with this machine learning approach, that is an important aspect, but the tools do it today. So it accelerates that kind of the grungy work in the beginning that we have to do that nobody wants to deal with it. And you're no longer trapped in the minds of a few people who may actually understand the entire rule-based system. You're actually creating an institutionalized approach in my opinion. That's one of the reasons why I like machine learning. So it's really about leveraging machine learning, but the human guidance and feedback uh, is critical. And then I, I would add, I think, uh, uh, a perspective, which is on the cloud, or maybe I'll say this uh, more a little differently, there is a, uh, these machine learning algorithms are incredibly compute intensive. And so if you can take advantage of cloud scale compute, uh, that allows you to maybe more practically run and, and execute these, this machine learning in a way which may not have been possible on premise. Very much so. I, take a look at my world. We are dealing with many of our customers, hundreds of thousands in many of them, millions of events per seconds we process. And this happens at a minuscule level of compute because we provide so much compute in so much, uh, such a short period of time, we can actually achieve it. Imagine doing this thing in your old world. This is just not doable. It's gonna cost so much. It's gonna be so hard to do it. Now, this is now in the fingertips of everybody. You take your products, marry with capabilities like you know, Dataflow, BigQuery, whatever, you have a great environment to accelerate this and do it in a fast way. And you, not only would you be starting to clean up your data and bring it on and start finding 
insights, but you're taking advantage of this advanced technologies from get-go right away and get the value out of it. It's all in there for you. So, yeah, so, so, so we're bringing these ideas together. Not only is it a good idea from a business value, security, uh, you know, analytic perspective to get data uh, into Google Cloud or into the cloud, but now it opens up the possibility of, uh, you know, it becomes a forcing function for cleaning the data and gives you better tooling for doing it because you can now take this machine learning based approach, leveraging, you know, leverage Tamer to get that done. So I want to sh shift the conversation a little bit to Google. So we've talked a lot so far about you sort of like generically, it's a good idea to move data to the cloud. You know, generically, it's a good idea to clean it. Yes, probably machine learning is the best way to do that. Um, you know, it strikes me that, that Google is really on the forefront of, of a lot of innovation in cloud technology. And I'd love you to take a moment and speak to the investments Google is making uh, and some of the unique capabilities. You know, why should, why should a, a listener move data to Google Cloud uh, and, and not somewhere else? Well, thank you for giving me that opportunity. <laughs> this is, uh, I, I don't know if uh, your listeners got a chance to uh, uh, see it, but yesterday we had a massive event, Cloud Data Summit uh, was there, and we announced a whole bunch of new capabilities. It is all in the interest of making it very easy for the industries to take advantage of the massive assets, the data assets that they have. It's all about that for us. We are you know, talking about from bringing the data in, ingestion, processing the data with the capabilities like Dataflow and BigQuery and so forth, and generating insights uh, with our Lookers and BigQuery and Dataplex. We made a lot of uh, new product announcements there. It is all for bringing data and getting insights and enabling the ecosystem. We mentioned Dataplex uh, yesterday, which is our lake platform. It is primarily there to create this collaboration for the uh, companies that they're seeking. We're trying to think how we can make this journey easier for them. And we're always pushing to improve what we can do in the data processing world. I, my, I actually had a blog about it. We talked about how we're changing the data processing world in data flow time announcement, where we're doing the entire infrastructure monitoring and sizing for the customers. So that we're taking all these complexities away from them so that they can focus on their value add. Guess what? They are all machine learning driven. It is the bread and butter of it. We have it in there. We can actually optimize it much better to do it that way and much more efficient to do it that way. For us, it's all about, can I make it easier the journey? Can I uh, accelerate their journey? Can I get them, get into the insights of what they're seeking so that they can get value faster? That's all for us. I mean, that's amazing. And <clears throat> maybe uh, if, you, if you could cast your uh, eye into the future, uh, and maybe to kind of connect where we started this conversation, your uh, your career trajectory, what brought you to Google. If you had advice for 
maybe even a young listener, somebody who's early in their career, uh, you know, they think what Google Cloud is doing is interesting. They sort of agree generally that data should move to the cloud and you should probably clean it up using a machine learning based approach. They've bought into everything hook, line and sinker, which would be great. What would advice would you give them for the next five years of their career as it relates to data, insights from data, improving data quality, leveraging the cloud, uh, and how do they take advantage of that? How do they lean into that from a, a career perspective? Uh, that's, a, that's a good one. I, I was talking to a set of uh, graduate students just yesterday in a very big uh, university. Um, I, I think these are great times for being a student or being early in the career. First of all, I would encourage all of them to get really into whatever the course area that they can pick, courses that they can pick, get into it, get their hands dirty and get your certification. It will pay dividends, guys. And be the evangelist within your team. What we're seeing is in each of these com companies that we're working with, there's always a generation of evangelists that they are trying to change the way that they're doing it, the way that they're actually uh, thinking about it. This digital transformation, quote unquote, is happening because of these, this generation. They're seeing it. Now, if I look ahead, these people in the next five years who are in the front end of their career will be the ones driving this because they are so comfortable I tell you, my kids are so comfortable with doing things that, you know, you and I wouldn't do it when we were young. We wouldn't touch those things. I just, well, I just do this and I'm going to pull it together. That comfort is hugely important for every company. Give them back. Be the agent. Take it. Okay, you know, I'm in this. I, I'm actually learning data processing. I'm learning getting insights out of it. These are free. Go get those credits start playing with it, put together a proof of concept, guess what? Everyone will latch on it. They will love it. You will shine. Be the spirit of the heads. Yeah, and, and to your point, there's uh, both a lot of free resources, but also, you know, even the paid resources, but like the, the amount of technology that's available at the fingertips of anyone that wants to take advantage of it, uh, you know, it's it's phenomenal. Also, the academic research, I mean, even going back to looking at kind of the core algorithms behind Tamer around that machine learning, you know, a lot of that is available in, in uh, Google Scholar. You can look up the academic papers and the patents, uh, and then you can leverage uh, Google Cloud technology to try it out, yeah. give it a whirl. Try it out. There's just, there's this fear in some Oh, how am I going to start? How am I going to do this thing and so forth? You can't go wrong. I mean, you know, in the end, you can delete it and start from scratch. That's okay. That's that simple in the world of cloud. Well, Evan, uh, it's been a real pleasure and certainly appreciate the, the partnership with Google and with you personally. Uh, and I really appreciate you making the time and uh, the insights you've shared with, uh, with our listeners. So thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Pleasure is mine. You guys are awesome partners and deliver huge value to our customers. Really, uh, you know, talking to a cloud native data quality provider, you know, it's, look, you know, you know, it's a dream come true for me. Thank you. Thank you for the partnership.